0: Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary friends, welcome to Multicultural TV Talk, a Media Village podcast where we bring you interviews with talent and creatives from across entertainment, discovering their stories and how they're changing the face of stardom across media. As always, I am your host, Juan Ayala. Thanks for tuning in. Now, let's get to talking. Today's guest is an actress you've seen in The Secret Life of the American Teenager, grown and currently starring in the Hulu series How I Met Your Father, Miss Francia Raiza. Francia, welcome to the show. How are you?
1: hi i'm good how are you thanks for having me
0: also uh congrats on the show i mean i'm a 90s baby so the classic sitcom really never gets old and seeing this like beloved universe sort of come back uh what's it been like for you uh joining this tv universe of uh, people who are such a big fans of how i met your uh how i met your mother and now mother
1: <laughs> um, i mean just like you i grew up in the 90s so it's really fun for me i love sitcom it's my style of sitcom that i prefer um, I studied Lucille Ball, like nobody's yeah. this and the shows I grew up watching, were like Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, yeah. the Brady Bunch, you know, so to be part of a, a classic like this is, uh, honestly, I still can't even believe it. I still pinch yeah. myself. Um, I was a fan of the original and I'm just so glad in, in this new one, you know, it's such a diverse cast and, yeah. you know, it's up to the times and we are literally exploring people, you know, navigating their lives and their late twenties, early thirties. And, and it's normalized. Like it's not a thing that I'm Mexican. It's not a thing that, you know, Suraj is from India. It's not a thing that Tan is Vietnamese and she's gay. It's like all just normalized and we're just living life the way it is right now in 2022. It's really yeah. fun.
0: Yeah. Cause we exist. People like that just exist and don't get their identities questioned all the time. So it's, I love when, when in TV shows and in movies and in all types of media, it's just normalized. Like you said, it's yeah. not like, you know, the character description isn't gay, 25, brown yeah. or black. You know, it's that's so much more than that. They're actually like layered complex characters. And like you said, exploring uh, these years in life that especially for for our generations don't always have it figured out by the time <laughs> they're 30 even though society says we're supposed to.
1: <laughs> I know, I still don't have it figured out.
0: <laughs> so, and you mentioned the diversity of the cast. It's such a naturally diverse cast. It's reflecting the diversity uh, of, of, of city life and it's um, again it's wonderful to see that in a show because, uh, especially with uh, the latinx community we don't always have uh, representation at all in sitcoms um, so what's that like for you as a Latina actress getting to participate in this sort of um, show format that we're not really highlighted in that much.
1: You know, I have to start celebrating the fact that I'm in the position. I think it's so unreal to me. And I've worked so hard for 17 years to be here, that I still have imposter syndrome. Mm. And I can't even believe that, you know, it's it's me on, you know, on two shows and being able to be about a part of a sitcom like this. So it's, it's really an honor. Um, I, I, I'm really happy that you know the writers you know wrote this but also that I have been able to speak about my character and how important it is that you know I made her second generation and how the difference between first second and third and so on is really a thing and that I can portray that um on screen. Uh it's I have to start celebrating it a lot more so thank you for pointing it out cuz you know it, it's just I can't believe it's me. Hmm
0: yeah i'm happy to be the one to, to point it out because again it's, it's just such a wonderful thing to celebrate um and yeah so you know uh the industry has looked so different over the last couple of years especially with the pandemic so your audition process for the show what was that like i assume it was lots of tapes and zoom calls
1: <laughs> so i was in the middle of filming season four of grown-ish when i got this audition and my manager was like let's just see what happens and I kid you not as soon as i got the sides um I was like I have to play this girl I know her this is me no one else can play this so I put myself on tape and I sent it to my manager and he was like oh my gosh I said I know he goes I think you're gonna get this I was like I know <laughs> and it took three months three oh, months man. of auditioning three months of screen tests three months of wondering if I'm gonna celebrate or not I actually got the call when I was out of town in Antigua for my birthday and I was mm. literally about to leave um, to go film a movie in Canada. And then I got the call that I got it. And I was like, what is my life right now? Like I talk about faith, the size of a mustard seed. It was, (laughs) it was definitely there. I was like, something has to happen. I felt it the minute I saw it. So it was a very stressful process, but I'm so glad it worked out. And actually at the time, the friends reunion special came out and I know something similar happened to Courtney Cox, uh, for Monica. And it honestly calmed me down a lot. I'm really grateful that they released that.
0: Yeah uh with that special especially i think it's so interesting it's always interesting getting insight from from actors sort of like thinking of that first role the big break and and how they got to that um so i just wanted to go back and, and touch about mm-hmm. um secret life a little bit because it was such a pivotal role uh in in your career was that your first tv series regular job yeah. so what was that whole experience like
1: you know what it was uh it was my goal to have a series regular on my uh, resume. So I didn't know anything about the business as far as the acting side. I knew radio because of my father, but I didn't know how to get into it. I didn't know what auditioning was. No one really explained what's happening. I just knew that I watched novelas growing up and I said, Abuela, I'm going to do this one day. And so I, um, when I got my, my first manager, um, I remember the girls that introduced me to my manager were like, all I ever want is to say that I've been a series regular. Once you've been a series regular on a TV show, it's gonna be a lot easier to book book jobs. Like, you know, now casting directors and producers know that you can um, be a part of a show, carry a show. And I was like, well, I have to be a series regular. I didn't know, I didn't understand. So anytime I got series regulars roles, like, is this the one, is this the one, is this the one? And then Secret Life came about and I got it. And I was like, I have it on my resume, life <laughs> is changing and it did a little bit but not not to what to what I thought it would be um, so it was I didn't understand at the time how hard it was because I had just had one t- I had tunnel vision I need to you know get the show and because of my father I didn't think I didn't understand how hard it was especially being Latinx or just a person of color in this industry I got really lucky early on it wasn't until I started working a lot more that I understood like what i what i was what barriers i was able to break and um mm-hmm. to be a part of such cult classics like secret life or bring it on and and everything else that i've been a part of so it was, it, it was again an honor but i didn't understand it at 19 years old as i do now at you know 33 mm-hmm.
0: so looking back can you recall an early memory of a performance that you saw that made you feel represented in scene
1: um I guess I would say J-Lo and Selena. I, mm. you know, I grew up dancing and I loved Selena. I mean, I still do love Selena Quintanilla. So I think when I saw that and I, mind you, it was so believable. I was like, that's Selena for real. Like that's her. <laughs> it, like I was literally trying to, I mean, I was so young at the time. So it was really the first time I saw myself represented. Um, and then I saw the shows like the George Lopez show. And I was like, mm. okay. Maybe my life isn't just novelas. That's what I thought I was going to end up doing was performing in novelas. And I have yet to do one. Um, I think it was her. And then Salma Hayek in wild, wild west. And I was like, yes.
0: And if you could go back and uh, tell your 13 year old self that you'd made it this far, do you think they'd believe you?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. You couldn't tell me no back then. (laughs) Like I said, because of my father, I was like, I can do this. No Mm -hmm. one could tell me No. But this industry, like, it's hard. All you hear is no. So even though I was so determined, you know, when I first started, I think it was more so at, in my mid twenties after secret life, that if you would have told me I'd be here, I wouldn't have believed it in the beginning, of course, but rejection it just as, as much as you try to get used to it, it's really hard. It's tough. I've lost jobs. Um, it, you know, just a lot happens within this industry that could really break you if you don't have good therapy. <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, what advice would you give to that 13-year-old you?
1: Oh, to the 13-year-old me is to not lose uh, that sense of uh, hope that it's going to happen, not lose that you know courage, that bravery, that fire, because I did lose it at some point. Um, mm-hmm. I would also tell my 13-year-old self to not stop dancing, because that was the one thing that made me happy in life, and I stopped for a period of time. I'm doing it now again, and I'm a lot happier, but... Um, I probably would tell her just, it's going to get hard and just keep that fire under your ass. Cause it's going to happen.
0: Awesome. Frantia, thank you so much for, for joining us on the show today. Such a pleasure chatting with you. Uh, if folks wanted to give you a follow on Instagram or social media, where could they find you?
1: Uh, they could follow me on Facebook, Francia Raiza, Instagram, Francia Raiza, TikTok, Francia Raiza, all of the things. It's just Francia Raiza. Thank <laughs> God I was able to get my name and it was such a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Awesome. And you can all follow us at MediaVillage.com on Instagram, head over to MediaVillage.com for all of our reviews, interviews, podcasts, and more. And don't miss How I Met Your Father, new episodes streaming on Tuesdays on Hulu. I'm Juan Yala and you're listening to Multicultural TV Talk.